Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. It has been a while since I've done a random episode in between a sode, no episode number. <laughs> I actually thought about saving this topic for an upcoming Q&A, but I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't want to wait to put it out there because this is it's a hot topic. It's a controversial one. And let me just say right out of the gate, I expect that a good number of you will disagree with me on this, and that's fine. Doesn't mean that you're right and I'm wrong, or the other way around. It doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong. In fact, I've talked about this before. I think one of the most toxic things happening in our society right now, maybe happening in your mind right now, is this notion that if we disagree, somebody is right and somebody is wrong. I don't think it's that way a lot of the times. I think what is more true is that we just have differing viewpoints. We don't have to define rightness and wrongness to one of them. So I'm not here to change your viewpoint, and I'm not having this conversation so that you can change mine. I'm having this conversation because I just want to put my perspective out there, knowing that a lot of you feel differently, because I get asked about it a fair amount of time, and Maybe I have some perspectives that you haven't considered. So that's that. It is not a matter of who's right and who's wrong. And it's just not something I care enough about to debate. But since I get asked about it a lot, I don't know that there's many things I care about enough to debate. Honestly, time and energy is so valuable. Um, But since I get asked about it a lot, I wanted to share my thoughts and my perspective on this. The question to me was, why do you always use a filter on your pictures, on your images? And it kind of made me chuckle because I was like, I don't always. And I wanted to, if I was being like spicy and I wasn't, I'd be like, why do you assume you know what I always do? Like, that's creepy. Are you sitting here with me every single time I take a a video or a picture? And I'm going to tell you how I answered and and why I sometimes use filters and what I think about it. But the reason that I want to talk about this is because people get very fired up about this, even around like beyond, beyond filters when people Photoshop things online. People get all up in arms. And I always wonder, 
if this fires you up, a stranger to you on the internet and what they do with their photos, like you must get fired up over a lot of things because I don't know, I'm just more interested in my own life and what's going on in my world than what somebody I don't know in real life is doing with their pictures and videos. Like, I don't care. Now, I understand some people feel that there are these huge societal implications on self-esteem, and I want to talk about that. I want to share my view. Not because it's right, not because it's wrong. It's just simply my view. So in addition to somebody asking me this question about why I use filters, um, somebody I follow recently posted this whole big, long, like essentially apology for having used filters for so long and they're not going to use them anymore. And they were basically apologizing for influencing people in an unhealthy way by using filters. And listen, if you feel that way, definitely apologize and definitely don't use them anymore. But I kind of don't get it. And here's why. I understand what the sentiment is that if we portray ourselves through a filter as looking better or less natural than we really do, then other people could theoretically feel bad about themselves when they compare. But here's my take. That person who is on this apology tour for using filters is not responsible for how anybody else feels about their appearance. That person is not responsible for how anybody else compares or doesn't compare themselves to her. I am responsible for how I view myself and what I make other people's appearance mean about them or about me. I am responsible for that. Nobody else is responsible for that. So if you're watching somebody and they're so heavily filtered and it makes you feel bad about your skin or your hair or your eyes or your lips, that's your work. That's your responsibility. And I don't think we're doing anything good for anybody by suggesting that people need to change their behavior because of our inability to process it maturely and responsibly on our own. It's a very, very slippery slope to say that somebody has a responsibility for how other people feel about themselves as a result of what they do or don't do to their appearance. Because somebody on an apology tour for using filters also wears makeup more than a little, also has breast implants, also has hair extensions, also gets Botox and all of these other things. I mean, so are now you responsible for how other people perceive their hair because you get hair extensions? Like, no, we need to take responsibility. I think that these feelings, call it comparison, envy, jealousy, um, insufficiency, whatever it is, that's your opportunity to do your work. Not somebody else's responsibility to change their behavior. Let's say that I follow somebody and start to feel bad about myself because, gosh, everybody I'm seeing online has these big lips and my lips aren't big. Or everybody else has this like flawless hair and it seems like every day their hair is amazing and my hair is just curly, unmanageable mess. That's, that's my work, right? That's my responsibility. That's not anybody else's responsibility. Okay, so everybody's lips are filtered. If I feel some kind of way about it, that's my opportunity. That's my responsibility. That's my work. 
If I start saying somebody else's actions make me feel a certain way, no man, you're responsible for how you interpret it, for the meaning you assign to it. Nobody else. Nobody else. And I think we're doing a huge disservice to individuals, to women, to men, to children, if we say, well, you know, people shouldn't do that because of how it makes you feel. I want you to work on how you interpret things and the meaning you make and where you derive your value. So back to this woman who asked me why I always use filters. A, I don't always use filters. B, sometimes I do because I think of it as kind of digital makeup, a subtle filter. I almost never wear any makeup. I get my lashes done, meaning I have lash extensions. So every couple of weeks, I've talked about that on Instagram. People ask me about my lashes all the time. I also have great skin. I just have great skin. I've used the skincare product that I love for a long time. I have great skin. I don't, I don't put things on my skin. I don't put concealer or foundation. I used to, but people who meet me in real life comment on my skin. So I don't know, maybe it looks like a filter and it's not a filter. Um, so I think of a subtle filter as like digital makeup. I don't think it's much different if it smooths out my appearance digitally than if I were to spend 20 minutes putting on foundation, blush, bronzer, highlighter. I don't do that stuff. So I think it's this cool way of bypassing wearing makeup. Because it used to be, I mean, I was in business before there were filters. And when I would go live on a webinar, I would spend 15 minutes putting on makeup to brighten my face and smooth out my skin. And I'll do that. So that's why I do it. I think it's cool. If folks have an issue with filters, it's like, where's the line? Well, I color my hair. Is that a problem? Is that making people who don't get their hair colored or can't afford to get their hair colored? Is that making them feel bad? And that's now my responsibility? Nope. I don't subscribe to that. If you do, okay. But I don't. And I'm not going to raise my kids to subscribe to that either. My lash extensions. Do you think that's a filter? Because there are filters that give you lashes. I pay for mine. Is that a misrepresentation? Is that a problem? Makeup, Botox, breast implants. I mean, where's the line? Where's the line? And then this notion of like, Am I worried about what people would think of me or, or am I trying to present myself as somebody who has better skin than I actually do or brighter lips than I actually do? No, because I spend more time interacting with people in real life than interacting with people online. So maybe if we spend less time interacting with people online and more time interacting with people in real life, then maybe it's not a problem. Maybe part of the problem is spending too much time online. My insecurity is my opportunity. It's not your responsibility. Your insecurity is your opportunity. It is not my responsibility. Here's another thing to consider. When I look at pictures from my grandmother, she was born in 1920. When I look at pictures from when she was in her 20s, her 30s, her 40s, she looks filtered. <laughs> she looks flawless. Flawless. And, you know, no human is flawless. Why does she look flawless? There weren't filters because cameras weren't that great. Now we have these high definition, super high resolution cameras in our hands all the time. And so you're seeing more wrinkles and bags and discoloration on pictures and videos than ever before without filters. So it's kind of like there's just this pendulum. Year, uh, maybe a year and a half, 
about a year and a half ago, I had a video shoot at my house for a program that I ended up never launching. And I watched the videos back and I was like, oh my God, no. (laughs) This high res stuff is awful. You could literally see every pore on my face and I do not have large pores. I was like, this sucks. This is so bad. That didn't exist 10, 15, 20, 50 years ago. So they're just, there's just always different things. Now, I understand some, you know, not all filters are the same. Some filters or Photoshopping, it can change the shape of your face or change the shape of your body. If you want to do that, do that. That's been a thing for a long time. Playboy's photos were edited 50 years ago. If the Kardashians or your influencer du jour are making you feel bad about your body, that's your mindset work to do. That's your opportunity to level up. They are not responsible for it. And I feel that way very strongly about my own daughters and my son. First, I'm going to make sure they spend more time interacting with real people in real life and influencers behind screen. And as soon as they start getting really concerned about people that they don't know in real life, I'm going to be like, whoa, hey, let's, let's come back to priorities. And second, we're going to do that work. And I'm going to do that work. And they're going to see me do that work. Because my hair is always up. 99% of the time, I have my hair up. I don't have this, like, beautiful blow-dry bar blowout every day. I would love to. That's just not my reality. I don't choose to give my time to that or my money to that. And when I see people online who have this, like, amazing done-up hair every single day, If that makes me feel some kind of way about my hair, I have work to do. And I'm going to do that work. And my kids are going to see me do that work. And I'm going to help my kids do that work. And never am I going to take away their power and their ownership over their own lives and their own self-esteem. Never are they going to see me make that somebody else's responsibility. Never, ever, ever. I might change my view on some things. I might one day decide I don't want to use filters, but one thing I will not change my mind on is who owns my self-esteem? Who is responsible for my kids' self-esteem? Whose work that is to do? And it's our own. If you don't use a filter, I don't care. If you're on an apology tour for using a filter, you do what feels right for you. I'm not going to judge you. I might not agree, but that doesn't make you wrong. If you don't care to do Botox, don't. I don't do Botox because I don't do needles, right? (laughs) Like, that's not my jam. But if you do Botox, go for it. Most people I know, most people I work with, not client-wise, but like colleagues and stuff, because I don't talk to my clients about whether or not they do Botox, do Botox. I don't care. I don't think that, you know, like, if, if they don't have fine lines around their eyes, and I do, okay, and... If I'm making that mean something that doesn't serve me, that's my work to do. If you choose to get hair extensions or fillers, or if you don't, I don't care. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. And as soon as I start caring what you do with your body and how you represent your body, I'm out of my lane. I'm out of my business. I always say to my husband, you know, my husband can get... um, fired up about stories on the internet that have nothing to do with him and nothing to do with our lives and nothing to do with anything that influences us. And I'm like, 
gosh, your energy and your time and your emotion are so valuable. Like, are you sure you want to give it to that? And I feel that way about this. My energy and my time and my focus are precious commodities. They are finite commodities. And if I start giving my energy or my emotion to like what you choose to do about your skin, your eyes, your lips, your waist, you're like, okay, we need to readjust. We need to readjust where the attention is going, in my personal opinion. I give people more credit and more opportunity than to suggest that they can't handle me using a filter or somebody else using a filter or somebody else getting hair extensions or somebody else photoshopping their pictures. I want to empower people. I don't want to cater to somebody else's insecurity in a way that takes away their opportunity to do their work. So the bottom line here is I really don't care if you use a filter or not, but I'm concerned if you care that somebody else does because that's your opportunity. They're not responsible for the meaning that you assign to what they choose to do about their appearance. If somebody photoshops their picture, I don't care. The amount, I, I, I sometimes see stories pop up in my news feed about people going crazy about some Photoshop fail with the Kardashians. It always seems to be the Kardashians. Do you know how much I care <laughs> about like, I don't care if they're making themselves look half the size they are. I don't believe that that is responsible for the self-esteem of females across the country because I want females across the country to do their work. To look at the meaning that they are making of what somebody else does. And I want them more invested in their own lives and their real life situations than somebody else in the online world. So that's why I feel how I feel. And I'm also totally fine if people are of the mindset like filters are bad. Okay, cool. Then you shouldn't use it. You know, I color my hair. My sister doesn't. We both have a tremendous amount of gray. And we started graying very early. She is just all natural. Cool. I don't care. I color my hair. That doesn't make her feel bad about her choice. My choice with my hair has nothing to do with her. Use a filter, don't use a filter, but understand, hopefully, that how you feel about yourself is your own work. And things like comparison and envy, they're not problems, they're opportunities. What does that tell me about what I want? What is this telling me about what's important to me? If you feel like somebody needs this message, please share this podcast I feel like a lot of people need this message. I feel like a lot of people need to be reminded of this opportunity and whose responsibility their self-esteem really is. So share it, share it, share it. And just a reminder, uh, we are launching a totally free training series on topics that will help you move towards your goals. Everything from hormones, fat loss, time management, energy management, anti-aging, all of the things, getting back on track. That one's coming up here real soon. Um, So make sure to check out the show description to register for those totally free live trainings and share this episode. Talk to you soon.